Welcome to FHSU Tilt Talk, a podcast about educational technologies, teaching and learning, scholarly research, and service, hosted by Teaching Innovation and Learning Technology staff. Hello, podcast listeners. This is Danny Riley, podcast manager and Tilt instructional designer. I wanted to jump into today's episode at the beginning to give you an introduction to our new special podcast episodes coming to the series, starting with this one right here. So the Tilt team works hard in many capacities for Fort Hayes State University, and one of our highlighted positions is our instructional designers, including Singh Gooch and Zong Riel, as well as myself. The instructional designers work with faculty members to create and elevate online curriculum for seamless courses. So this series is our innovation and instructional design special series, and our designers will meet with faculty members to interview and discuss their process, experience, and tips for others who are looking to dive in. So to listen about more of this, go ahead and stay tuned. Um, For other information on our Tilt team, hop back to episode 7, which is titled An Introduction to Tilt, or head to our blog at tigerlearn.fhsu.edu, and you can get some more information on fhsu.edu slash learning technologies. So without further ado, let's hop into the episode. Hello, everyone. I'm Singh Gooch. I'm the Instructional Designer with Teaching Innovation and Learning Technologies. I'm joined by Dr. Ed Mongrowski, an Associate Professor at the Department of Management, he recently team developed MBA 831 organizational behavior in a global context with Dr. Leanne Brown. Welcome, Dr. Bengroski. Thank you for joining, joining the um, course design conversation and being willing to share your course design and develop, development experience with us. Could you tell us about yourself and the course that you developed? Well, sure. Thank you so much, Singh. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, I have been associated with Fort Hayes for over nine years. My first teaching experience at Fort Hayes was with at CIOS International University, which is our uh, cross-border partner, partner in China. And then uh, after I returned, our online program, now this was in 2014, our online program started to grow significantly. And the chair at that time uh, asked me if if I would be interested in coming on full time to help and and grow our international program. Again, that was several years ago. Nothing like it is today, but at that time, not a lot of professors were interested in teaching online. So that's where I've been for the last nine years. And in that, uh, I have had several uh, course chairs that have been great. Uh, But I've also, uh, throughout the nine years, I have had opportunities to teach full-time, and then a couple of times I took a break and taught as adjunct. But for the last several years now, I'm back teaching full-time in the Department of Management, and you'll find me in the upper division, 400-level management courses, and in the MBA program. Wow. Um, can you tell us about the course that you develop in student? Sure. Uh, MBA 831, <clears throat> which is organizational behavior in a global context. It was real interesting. Uh, about six or seven months ago, our department had several professors to retire 
under the initiative of Dr. Mason. And my chair, Dr. Rick Edmund, called me and said, would you be interested in teaching uh, MBA 831 since you're teaching organizational behavior and development at the undergraduate level? So I said, sure, let's take a look. Well, when I opened up the course and started to prepare, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. I am in trouble. So it really started a conversation and Dr. Leanne Brown and I, which I've known for a number of years and worked with her, and she was also my department chair for about a year or so, oh. with her experience in organizational behavior and my experience in, in globalization and international business, we felt that both of us teaming together could really make a great experience for our graduate students. So that's the story, okay? Uh, I, th I think you said, you guys say working together is really great. I mean, it, there's not oftentimes when faculty developing course, team developing. So I'm just wondering about, you know, I know you guys work great. Can you a little bit more elaborate your uh, experience with the team developing with Leon, uh, Dr. Leon Brown? You know, uh, I think it's a, uh, and, and when we talked to our department chair, he was really impressed that the opportunity to share and to learn from one another and also what we learned from you and the other course designers, uh, the tools that we had not been using. Uh, we knew they were there, but we never thought about using them. So it really was a great opportunity for the both of us to not only bring our experience together, but also every week to sit down with you and the other course designers and be, being coached on things that we could consider to make the course a lot better. Um, and then the other things, I know you guys kind of separate meeting together. So like you, we have a regular meeting with you, but also you set up with the meeting with Leanne about it. And then do you, do you dividing work or how that, uh, you know, yeah, we had supporting each other. Yeah, of course. Uh, working together uh, over a number of years, we really complemented one another and we relied on one another's strengths. And where the other person didn't have those strengths, then you know we filled in. For example, in those areas of international business, which is my strength, and Leanne has a strength in organizational behavior. So we basically divided the course. But that started from day one when we looked at the textbook or trying to find a textbook. And oh my gosh, you know, we were using a textbook, an undergraduate textbook. That's why I thought, this is crazy, having a graduate course using an undergraduate textbook. So our first goal was to find a textbook that combined organizational behavior and globalization or global context. And we looked and we looked and we looked and we finally found one. And that became the foundation, of course, mm. to build around this course. So we're really happy to find a, a couple of authors that really are experts in both areas. And then that just complemented what Dr. Brown and I were doing. Okay. Um, so we're just talking about the textbook and everything, how, how you uh, accomplished that part. Um, can you explain about what was the initial course design plan and have you sure. changed anything? 
I think initially we we realized that the textbook was not correct. So our old textbook. So when we started off, we thought, well, maybe we could just find a new textbook and keep the content of the course. Well, very soon as we started looking at the textbook, we realized that the current course that we had would not fit. And there were so many gaps. And both of us are very passionate about our students, especially our graduate students, having the most current information, not only from the textbook, but also from what we provide and also from the research journals that we, we use. And again, as we kept looking at the course, we realized very quickly that the course needed to be totally revised from the beginning to the end. And once we, uh, we said, yep, we've got to do that, then we began the process of working with you guys every week and really growing uh, the course from basically nothing and taking it all the way to a complete, and we think it's one of the best courses. Both of us, after it was over, looked and said, wow, this was pretty good. You know? I, I really liked your course and then how you put it together. Uh, let's explain to the um, audience, say, you know, what, what what make a differently, you know? So for hmm. example, like um, what type of, how are you changing when you're doing the revise? You know, you, you're changing textbook and changing things. Can you a little more elaborate, uh, including activity, how you uh, approach differently and? Sure. I, I, where, where Lee, Dr. Brown and I really collaborate and share is both of us are very passionate about bringing our course to life. And especially in an online environment, <clears throat> I think where a lot of professors struggle is how do they bring this course to life? Because sometimes you don't meet with a student all the time. So we wanted not only to structure the course where it flowed very smoothly from week to week, building on the concepts, but also parts of the course where we would come into the course and share experience and guide the weekly discussion and integrating tools such as Yellowdig, which both of us absolutely love. I've been using that for a long time and the students love it. So why not, you know, and building Yellowdig questions that really start the module for the week. And then we go into the reading assignments and then a discussion and then supplemented with uh, journal articles and usually an assignment. But bringing the course to life for us entailed the, the students becoming very active in the modules. And as you remember, when we talked about the three live discussions of the case studies, you know, they were like, really? but I had used that before in a previous course and the students were just absolutely loved it because now they're able to collaborate with themselves in an online platform with the, with the professor there, but basically they're learning from themselves, teaching one another, sharing. And in a graduate course, for example, the ones I have today, over 30% of my students are international. So oh, can you imagine yes. how powerful that is for students that especially our graduate students that have one third of the class that are not from your culture 
but that are your peers. Very that are diverse. Program. So it's very, very powerful for us. So again, we were really excited when we put all of this together. Yeah, and as I also was kind of excited about the Dose of Life, um, you know, case study meeting thing, mm-hmm. because, you know, um, you are, you're providing real life book case study, you know, in the activity type thing. So they, they will have a lot more opportunity to engage in, you know, how going to, you know, affect the future job and things like that. Absolutely. Um, you know, students want to come to a course and they want to learn new information. But what they really want to do is how does this apply to me? How does this fit into my life or my work? Or how can I use that? And whenever every module that we put together for this course, we kept that in mind is how can how can that student connect the dots from what we're presenting to where they are in life? And that's what I mean about bringing a course to life to where it, it becomes part of their journey, not only in school, but to their work and their day-to-day activities. And I think that's one thing in graduate school that we're really excited about in, in not only this course, but our MBA program overall. Do you realize that it has grown over 200% on the last couple of years? Mm-hmm. Our MBA program has just exploded. So I think that's a, that's a tribute to the university. That's a tribute to the faculty. Uh, students, of course, you know, if the faculty are not engaging, the students are not going to come to class. So no. <laughs> we really see that as a gauge of the quality of, of engagement and instruction that we're providing to our graduate students. Yeah, I'm so excited about this course. Um, I'm just curious, you know, I'm, I was kind of helping you developing this course and then your experience in that we had another instructional designer. So all four of us kind of work together. Mm-hmm. But what, what was your experience like, um, you know, developing course with the instructional designer and uh, compared to what passed, what, how you, um, you know, how you feel about it? Sure. You know, I, I think I shared with you a couple of times yeah. <laughs> that this is, this is the third course in my time at Fort Hayes that I have I've been involved in a course redesign. Now, the first one was many years ago, um, probably maybe two years after I came back from CIA, so probably 15 or 16. And it was a course um, that we teach. It's called Small Business Management. And of course, I had a lot of small business management practical experience. So at the time, the department chair said, you know, I'd like for you to uh, redesign that course. So, of course, you always start with the textbook. The textbook that was we had was so old. And so, again, the process was, I think I met with a course designer and we talked about the plan. And uh, this was like an eight-week module, their, their summer programs. So I remember uh, the course designer said, okay, uh, outline what you want to do and then meet with me in four weeks and tell me, and then we'll meet in eight weeks and that'll be it. So I thought, okay, I can do that. I've I've done course design before. So it was very hands-off, more directed at, to what I wanted to do. And the course developer designer said, okay, if you're happy with that, I'm happy. Then jump forward a couple of more years. And then 
we're starting to really grow our entrepreneurship courses. And at the time, Dr. Brown was the chair. And she said, you know, uh, I'd like for you to look at this entrepreneurship introduction course. So uh, by that time, uh, you guys had a lot more staff and you know who the designer was that, that I had. Uh, she was really good. But again, we, we had a discussion and we met a few more times and she gave me some guidance, but it was more I was doing the work and she was looking at it to make sure that the blocks were checked off in the block and everything was fine. And then this time was totally different. And both Dr. Brown and I, from the first time that we met with you guys, and you outlined your role and what the expectations were, we knew right then that the journey was going to be very enjoyable. And I will tell you from week to week, we, we learned so much. Uh, you guys were so good at sharing and guiding us through the process, uh, adding the value of different technologies, of different techniques really, as to how you can engage the student. And I think the, the big thing both Dr. Brown and I walked away with is we had a pretty good idea of connecting the dots between program outcomes, learning outcomes, and then going down and trying to tie those all together. And every week, you and, and uh, your other partner was very clear about how those processes worked. And for us, that was a big education. I mean, we knew basically how it worked, but the importance of keeping those learning outcomes, learning objectives in tied in with everything that we do in every module, I think that was the biggest takeaway that we had. And it was a, it was a great learning experience for us. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really, really, really enjoyed with you guys too for working on, you know, and um, for for last thing is I'm just wondering about do you have any tip for other faculty who um, about to develop the course or plan to develop the course? You know, it's interesting that you say that because when we had the opportunity to meet with Andrew uh, for approval and. Uh, our our boss, Dr. Rick Edgman. Uh, after that meeting, both Dr. Brown and I received a note from Dr. Edgman that says, very impressive. We need to share this with the other faculty members. So I will tell you that our next audience is going to be the MBA committee. Uh, we are invited to speak to the MBA committee about That's what we awesome. did. Awesome. <laughs> so, yep. And uh, also, uh, Andrew Cutright over at Assessment is very interested in talking to us about assessment of the MBA program as it fits or our course into the MBA assessment. So a lot of great things have come out of this that have just really expanded uh, the effort that all of us have done. And again, uh, Dr. Brown and I were just fortunate to have great trainers and designers like you and, and a few others. And again, I think it's, it's a great team and what you guys are doing at tilt are just, it's great. It's phenomenal. So I, my personal recommendation is I, and, and it's going to be kind of an interesting comment. I think all of my colleagues in the management department should have an opportunity to redesign a course and have that experience that we did 
of uh, maybe dusting off some of the cobwebs and learning new styles and techniques and really understanding why. And that was, again, why are we doing this? Why, why do we connect the dots this way? So, uh, yeah, it, it's been a phenomenal experience. And I will tell you that Dr. Brown and I are probably going to do another one with you. Uh, not going to be this year, probably be next year, but we had such a good time that we we always are looking at courses that we need to refresh or redesign. And I will tell you that we'll be back. Okay. Well, thank you so much and such a compliment. And, you know, we also really enjoyed working with you too. And I'm excited. The department uh, faculties are excited about and Hopefully, so we can, you know, actively work with the business department. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I think that uh, I know Andrew has worked very hard about offering opportunities, training opportunities for all the departments. But I think until you really have an opportunity to uh, be responsible for a course redesign, you really don't understand or really have an appreciation for all the things that you guys do to help us. And uh, we're, we're very fortunate to have spent what, seven weeks with you every week. Yes, it was, it was good. And then Dr. Brown and I had another hour by ourselves. So it was, it was a, was it challenging? Yes. Was it rewarding? Yes. Was the outcome what we expected? a lot more than we expected. And I think the real value is that we have an exciting course for our students. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, is having a course that the students after eight weeks, they go, wow, that was a phenomenal course. And when you get that type of response on your end of course survey, you know that you've been successful. Great. Well. Dr. Rogowski, thanks for joining us. And then I look forward to working you in the near future and more. Thank you. Well, thank you. And please, if we can ever be of assistance and give back to you since you gave so much to us, please let us know. Yeah. And we look, we look forward to uh, the next course with you. Okay. Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. Well, there you have it. I want to thank Sing Gooch for the fabulous interview and welcome her to the podcast team of awesome hosts. They will be hopping in for our instructional design special series episodes from time to time. Otherwise, continue to be on the lookout for our next Faculty Friday episode coming soon. And then we will be back at the start of the year for Tech Tuesday. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of FHSU Tilt Talk. Subscribe on Spotify, Amazon, and Google Podcasts. In the meantime, check out the TigerLearn blog or the Tilt social media pages for updates. We'll see you next time.